Hey guys, what's up? God bless you. Thank you again so much for tuning in here to Hope Ministries. I'm your podcast host, Kenny. Feeling grateful, feeling honored and privileged um, to, to record yet another episode here on Anchor, which has just been a blessing to me and I'm sure to many others. But uh, again, just a shout out to Anchor real quick. And uh, just again, what, what's been happening with the station, I am now live on uh, six stations, including now also Twitter and Facebook. And uh, to me, it's been a blessing. And I hope that when you hear that, it's not so much you're hearing a man boast, but you're hearing someone who's grateful um, for to see what God is doing in his life. And I inspire you to go out there and take whatever you have, whatever gift God has given you and perfect it and impact people, whether they be the closest ones to you, whether it be two or three friends a day, whether it be the same person every single day, use what you got and make sure you're, you're helping other people get to what God wants them to do. Be a visionary. If you don't see the, the resources or you don't see what you need around you, trust me, if you believe in God and give, give your life to him, he will take care of everything for you. Um, I have a pretty cool topic today, which is called note taking, which kind of sounds weird. And it doesn't really go in rhythm with everything else I've spoken about on this on this podcast, but you'll see how I relate it to everything. Um, but before we do, let's give you guys some inspiration. Let's go to the word and the verse of the day. And it says in First Timothy six twelve, it says, "Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses." Man, if that's for you, if you received that word today, man, amen, praise God. I know some people out there who have given their life to God and have made that confession, like, Lord, I'm going to serve you, Lord, I'm going to come to this church. Maybe you're feeling like you're kind of inadequate. Maybe you're feeling like you haven't prayed or you haven't been uh, committed or faithful to your ministry, but don't worry about that. Get up, shake yourself off, get back in the game, and just get back in that rhythm where the Lord wants to develop you. So, I hope that word inspires you and uh, prepares you for what I'm going to talk about today. So let's get right into it and note-taking. So why note-taking, right? Note-taking is a pretty interesting topic. And I'm not glad you're hearing somebody who was not really a good note-taker. You know, I spoke about this a little bit on Wednesday, but I wasn't live. I was just with my classmates and and, and the students and... You know, note-taking to me was just kind of a joke when I was in high school. I didn't really want to take notes. I mean, I did take notes, but I would write down things, but mainly because the teacher was watching me or mainly because I had other friends doing it. And, you know, and I'll get into that more a little bit later. But uh, again, note-taking, you know, it could be very useful when you utilize it correctly, when you apply it and to teach yourself in the moment. I'm very old school. I have right now filled about three notebooks of notes, one in which is lost, which is kind of devastating because my first notebook I wrote when I um, was reborn in Christ. And uh, the one I have, I have one here, or, or you know, back at my desk, and uh, the one I'm writing with right now. And uh, let me tell you something. I, I've changed my approach because I realized we have this habit of just writing, 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 and just really applying nothing, which to me is sounds like a big waste of time. I'm just you know using all my my uh, my muscles in my hand. I'm hurting my wrist. You know, I'm trying to write all these things. My fingers are tired, but I don't use anything that I'm writing. So doesn't that sound kind of weird? But um, I feel like notes can become useless if we just write everything we hear without applying it to something, right? So um, I want to give us examples of where I take notes. I take notes on Sunday, on service days, in classes, and in conferences. And to be honest with you, in all three, it's kind of a little different. In the class that I have with the apostle, my father at the church, you know, we have this class where they're teaching us just, again, a, a 10, a 12-chapter book, I believe, on, uh, again, just the basic Christianity, the basic foundation of Christianity. And uh, those I take differently. I take differently because I know I have to re, I have to go back there and revisit them because we have tests, we have finals and exams, you know? So... 
I kind of make sure that I go back there and I take notes according to how I'm going to remember what the apostles said. But the service day setup is very different. Um, I have actually completely, thanks to God, thanks to him helping me out and revealing this to me, changed the way I, I take notes, my tactics, so to speak. But uh, I just want to talk about some some realities or some myths, maybe some, some things about notes that are really and truly evident in the church today. And there's about six of them. And I'm going to start re- here with the first one, which is, why do we take notes? And it's, we do it because everyone else is doing it. Just like almost like that cliche, like peer pressure, like everybody's doing it kind of thing, right? And if you look, you go to a church, you look around, you got people on their iPhones or iPads or like me, they're on a notepad or a notebook or some journal. And uh, you're taking notes and the, and the head person is speaking, speaking, speaking. And maybe there's some hand claps in the way, there's some amens out there and you're writing, writing, writing. But uh, for the most part, a lot of people take notes in the churches because everybody else is doing it, which... To be honest, it was good if you want to do, if you want to be a part of the congregation, but make sure you have a reasoning behind why you're taking your notes. Because the next one, uh, number two, is why do we take notes? Because we do it because we have a super a superior watching over us, right? I remember when I first came uh, to the church, back to the ministry, I sat in the front row and the apostle would be right there teaching. So like, you know, my dad watching me, and I have a notebook out writing, 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 or the guest speaker, or anyone speaking for that matter. And I want to make sure that this is what you're saying, I'm registering, right? But then I moved to the back, you know. And not that I stopped taking notes, but I changed my approach, you know, because I feel like when you're doing it because the superior is watching you, you just want them to kind of recognize your work and recognize what you're doing, which is not a bad thing. You want to make sure that you're uh, the person in teaching you or in charge of you is, is seeing that you are a hard worker. But if you're just taking notes because, again, your your, your mentor or your, your whatever, your spiritual leader is watching over you, it, again, it's not going to really do you any benefit. You're just doing it for somebody else's benefit, but make sure you do it for yourself. The third thing is we write a a lot, but we don't receive or apply. I am guilty, or I was guilty of this, where I would go to church and I would just write like a page and a half, two pages of notes, almost everything the pastor said, throw in some amens, like I said, some hand claps, but I would go home and come Monday or even come like the rest of that day, nothing, nothing stuck, nothing was inside of me. And uh, I received, but nothing was, I mean, I wrote, but nothing was received in my heart, in my spirit. So if nothing was in there, it was kind of just in the moment. Later on in life, I wasn't going to apply it. So that's this power struggle we have in note taking and it's got to be addressed. Number four is we distract ourselves from what God is telling us. Now, what I mean by this, um, sometimes when God is really want to speak to a heart, we would be going through a process or some kind of internal struggle. And, uh, you know, we're hearing the word and the word is truly ministering our spirit. But we start taking notes because we think, oh, I, you know, I got to get this or, you know, this, this is going to be great. Or I'm doing this because I have to do this or I'm, I'm forgetful. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that if you are a good note taker and you are a certain type of note taker, go for it. But sometimes in a moment, put your pen down, put down everything. And what is being spoken to you right there, just receive it and after maybe just write down a note like this is what the pastor said this is what the speaker said and this is what i received in that moment but in that moment it's good to just kind of just put everything down take a breath listen to what is being transmitted and then just kind of let it just soothe your soul sometimes the word is something so precious where when it's spoken it just cleanses you you know the word says that it's you know, sanctify them with your truth your word is truth you know and it can just clean you it can just brush over you and remove what you've been going through much more than what your note you're writing down can do so sometimes put the pen down don't distract yourself and just receive what's being said in the moment and um Number five is we can relate to it by doing, I'm sorry, we relate it to doing our part as members. So what do I mean by that? 
Um, sometimes we come to church and, hey, I'm not a pastor, I'm not an apostle, I'm not a prophet, I'm not a cleaner, I'm not an edifier, I'm not an usher, I'm not a servant. But if I feel like if I take notes, I'll be a part of this church. And to be honest with you, that is just something that comes from a spirit of loneliness, a spirit of rejection. You feel like you have to do something to partake. But listen, if you're there and you're and you're part of fellowship and you're worshiping with your brothers and you're receiving with your brothers and you're just there fighting battles with your brothers, you know, you don't have to feel inadequate. Because sometimes when you just take notes because you want to feel part of it, eventually you're going to stop doing it because that's not really a passion of yours. You only do it because you want other people to be pleased by the work you're accomplishing. But do me a favor. If you're doing it for that reason, because you want to do your part in the church, make sure that if, you, if, you, if you're going to do it for that reason, and you apply it to your life and you use it and you understand what the pastor is saying. Don't just do it because, oh, I go to church on Friday and Sunday and I got to do it because I'm a Christian. No, it's not a religious thing. Use it to impact yourself. And last but not least, uh, I guess a note-taking reality, we just don't take notes. I've seen people in churches with their arms crossed, people in there uh, with playing on their phones, going on Instagram or Facebook or any social medias. Um, I've seen people kind of just look around and dazed and confused. And let me tell you something, that just does flat out does nothing for you. And it's just you're, you're in a room and you're hearing, 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 but you're not going to receive, you're not going to apply it to anything. And when you leave that place, you're going to leave there probably most likely defeated or maybe, I don't know what it may be, what's driving you not to take notes, but um, the solution is never not to take notes. Uh, that will never help you out in anything. You need something to, to stick with you in that moment. So when you go home and you're by yourself, you can reflect on that stuff. Now, um, this is a quick little process that I use. It helps me out a lot and what I do now. And first of all, what I do is I like to hear and connect with the listener. So uh, if he's telling stories, if he's, saying, if he's sharing testimonies, if he's uh, just giving out this great revelation that God shared with him in intimacy, I want to hear, I want to listen to it. And then what's happening is when I connect myself to the speaker, then what I do is I write down what relates to me in my life or in my process in the moment. So right now, let's say I'm going through a moment of, you know, I'm having doubt or lack of faith. Listen, at one point, the Lord is going to speak to you in this area. And what you got to do is say, you know what, Lord, I've been struggling with this. Perfect. Take a snapshot, so to speak, and say, God, I'm going to, I've connected with the speaker. I'm listening to what he says. And now I'm going to write this down because it's going to apply to me. Listen, it could be two lines. It could be a little mini paragraph. It could be one bullet point, but make sure, just make sure you, what you do is when you're listening to the speaker, when he's talking, who's, who's releasing the word of God over you, make sure, first of all, your speaker is preaching sound doctrine, of course. You know, when he's saying these things or she's saying these things, make sure in that moment you can apply it, write it down. But get, but reconnect yourself. Don't just take it down and drift off. Reconnect yourself with what's going on. Uh, and then one of the last things I do is I construct a message from it. Now this is kind of this is kind of I guess for certain people because not everyone's a teacher, a pastor, a preacher who has a luxury of speaking and, and, and edifying other people as far as in the church. But you know what? I want to go a step further and I construct a message from it. Not only for the church, but this is for everybody, everywhere you go. You know, you, you, you formulate something. For instance, you start writing your own preaching, your own testimony. You, know, you take your own testimonies. You take what the word is. You apply it in there. And you write something. It could, listen, it could be a page. It could be a half a page. It could be three lines. But when you hear the message, you take it and construct something from it. Build off the foundation of what the speaker was talking about. Because then it becomes relatable. You can connect with it. And then you can impart to people because it was part of your life. You went through it. 
and then you were able to uh, implement and then show people how the message really impacted you. Now, this really helps with Bible studies and uh, and and just with with Bible reading. I feel like today many people, uh, young people, how they read the Bible is we read the Bible, we do mad highlighting, different colors, maybe put some footnotes, some some post-its there, some pen, some pen dribble every here now and then. But the fact of the matter is, you should be able to when you read the Word, take proper notes of what you received. This is the, probably the most unique moment when you're by yourself and you're reading the Word, and what God is telling you in that moment, you should write down. Take it down, you know. Never, never lose those moments because in that one-on-one with God, when you're reading and you're writing, those are the kind of things where God will develop the way you hear His voice. So, for instance, I've been able to develop a good relationship, a unique relationship with God, in which I could be anywhere and I could just receive a teaching and a preaching, but developed. You know, so it goes. And it sounds like a whole field, but he'll give me a word, he'll give me a phrase, he'll give me a picture, and from there, me and him just connect, almost like a, like a mind melt, and he just partners with me, and we start writing and writing and writing, and before you know it, I have a message from my personal experience, my personal life, my failures, my success, my past, my present, whatever it may be, and I use it to help other people with what they're currently going through. Now, please understand something. Um, this is very different than school notes. Uh, it's very, very different. Um, but there is something that's pretty cool that you should do is you should learn to develop study habits that are that correspond with your note taking. For instance, if you guys write notes, but you don't study much, it's not going to help you. But if you study a lot, but you don't take notes, which is kind of a weird thing, because what are you studying? Maybe just books, textbooks or the Bible. Um, you have to connect the two. You have to be able to develop a good study habit with what you're writing. So for instance, what I do is on Friday and Sunday, I'll develop my message potentially for Wednesday if I don't already have one. And I'll write, write, write. And then I'll study it. I'll let it be inside of me. I'll make a picture about it. I'll make some kind of illustration of it. And then I impart it on Wednesday. And what makes it so beautiful is that I trust already that God knows why I'm receiving that word on Sunday, who's going to be edified on Wednesday, but do my part in the middle of those two days. Or if I'm going to preach on Friday or Sunday or special guest, or just go out there into the streets in the middle of a, of a supermarket or to the gym and edify somebody, I'm always prepared with what the Lord is doing to me because I'm constantly in a study mode where I'm always just just having an ear and eye open to what he wants to do. So, you know, I hope this this episode helps you guys out. I hope you guys understand that when you read the Bible, it's the ultimate time to take notes and to study. And don't just read because you have to read because someone told you to read. You know, find a way to open up the Bible and just apply the way you look at it. You know, don't don't take what I'm saying and say, I'm going to do what you do because you did it right. No, this is something that I that I was able to develop uh, over time. Again, you're speaking to somebody who never read, never took notes, never did a lot of things. But obviously, the way I am now, I want to properly prepare for the people around me um all and and i won't end the episode with this i was able to it was an episode a a few episodes back where i was able to rise in front of a lot of people and and develop deliver a message from the old testament all the way to the new testament on uh, on correcting somebody who was just kind of believing a certain way and let me tell you something how many christians are ready right now in study mode are ready to go out there in front of people who don't believe and and give out the word Uh, my friend mauda actually just posted a, a photo i believe and it says for for some unbelievers you're the closest thing they're gonna get to opening the bible you know, so just let that register. Like if someone's going to if if someone only has one shot to hear the word, the gospel and the Bible coming from you, let them hear its absolute purity. Let them absolutely hear its absolute truth. And don't and listen, guys, there's going to be moments in your life where you're going to be tested. Sometimes you're not going to know what to say, but that's what the Holy Spirit kind of fills in. But don't do yourself a favor. You know, 
take notes, be studious in the word. I mean, God didn't tell Joshua this stuff to meditate on his word day in and day out, uh, to stay on the path because it leads to success. He didn't tell him these things because he just wanted to annoy him. He knew and he knows the significance of what his word can do to the average believer and Christian. So if you're running this race right now, uh, keep fighting a good fight, keep fight, keep taking notes, keep looking to ways to develop yourself and evolve the way you speak with God and keep developing that relationship. I know he's listening to you. I know he wants to help you. But uh, be a studious person, always be a student, develop the proper study and note-taking habits, and uh, don't be one of those people who go to church and don't take notes. Don't do it for somebody else's reason. Don't do it because your, your teacher wants you to. Don't do it because everyone else is doing it. Develop your own habit so every single day your active testimony can hear and save not only yourself, but everyone around you who's listening. I love you guys. Enjoy the beautiful weather here in New York today. Have a great day. People have services tonight like we do. I, I pray the Lord moves in your service, that there's healings, that there's miracles. But beyond that, that you're taking a note today that's going to edify you and change your weekend. I love you guys and keep on fighting that awesome fight for the Lord.